coming to you from stolen equipment and broadcasting from a pirated signal located somewhere in Southern California. This is the Danger Hour Podcast. Oh my God. This is Jamesy Poops. This is the Danger Hour, the first podcast of 2022. Aw, new year, new me. No, James. I'm pretty sure you're the same piece of shit that you've been. All right, well, there goes all my positivity right down the drain. <clears throat> so I'm uh, starting the show as per usual, sitting in a dark room, all by my lonesomes, and I have a black Yeti. Tumbler? Mug? <laughs> Filled with black gourmet coffee. James, why do you get to add this? It's gourmet. Because I need to establish that I am better than most listeners. I drink gourmet coffee and I like to hold it above everyone's heads. Are you enjoying your Folgers out there, everybody? Or maybe your Starbucks? I look down on you. <clears throat> For my coffee, is of the highest quality. The temperature is perfect. It's hot, but not too hot. It's bountiful. It flows majestically through my lips. Oh my God, James. Let's take a deep dive into that conversation. No, 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 no. You leave my lips alone. I'm also enjoying... Oh boy, this is the first time in Danger History. I'm enjoying nuts in my mouth. Oh my God, James. That's not your first time. Uh, well, kind of. The kind of nuts. Listen to this, all right? You guys like ASMR? Check this out. Hold on, hold on. Oh, man, watch this. I'm going to pick a good one. There's a nice fat one right here. Check this out. Is that how you do it? Was that sexual? Sensual? All of the above? I'll leave that up to you. What the fuck, James? Nobody wants to hear that. That was disgusting. Nothing about that did anything positive for anybody, James. You did it wrong. Oh, uh, well, all right. I tried. Be that as it may. And uh, you know what? Speaking of nuts, <clears throat> those nuts are none other than... The very first quality, once again, quality. When you hear the name Jamesy Poo, you think quality. Quality product. Jamesy Poo's Tasty Nuts. James, are you pausing for applause? Yes, I am. You know me too well. That was my Christmas gift to all my, uh, well, not all of them, just whoever I saw. (laughs) Friends and family. They got Jamesy Poo's Tasty nuts. 
to savor and enjoy in their mouths. James, where are my tasty nuts? Uh, I ran out. James, you couldn't put aside a, a small pile of your tasty nuts so that I can enjoy them too, James? No. I only had a limited amount of jars. And I made some custom labels that I actually laminated. I went all out, everybody. And I handmade these nuts with love. With love, care, and high-quality ingredients. Like I said, you hear the name Jamesy Poos, you expect high-quality across the board. Now listen, I'm not trying to toot my own Christmas horn, but... uh, Yeah, okay, James. All you do is fucking toot your own horn. And listen, if, because you didn't get no nuts, you don't got to be so goddamn negative and sour. There's always next year, fella. And if you play your cards right, maybe you get to have some of my nuts in your mouth next year. Yeah, I just thought of this idea, like, you know what? What can I do for Christmas? I don't feel like going and trying to find everyone all these gifts and, and blowing a lot of money on people I hardly care about. What's the point in that? I don't, I don't want to do that. Why don't I just throw together this concoction and make it uh, custom and special by creating my own unique labels and then putting them in a fancy little glass jar? And that's what I did, everybody. I crammed my tasty nuts inside glass jars and then I handed them out to people. And by all accounts, people enjoyed them. But James, if they're all gone, then how are you making noise with the ASMR with the, with the nuts that you had right now, James? And, and you're, eating the, you're eating some nuts right now. Oh, I have leftovers. But James, you said there was none for me. Yeah, I don't have any more jars, though. So I just have them in a, in a Tupperware here. Can I have a little pile, James? No. No. I got to go big or go home. And that means my nuts can't go in your mouth unless they're properly packaged. Like I said... Quality with the Jamesy Poo name. And it says on the label, Jamesy Poo's Tasty Nuts. I'd be doing myself as well as my customers a disservice if I gave these nuts to you without a jar and label. So, uh, sorry. Uh, yeah. I got, uh, let's see, I got uh, eight pounds of pecans. Pecans? Pecans? How do you say it again? Clint Eastwood? Pecans. Yeah, pecans. And I made candied pecans. And oh boy. How they delicious. So uh, that's just a little idea for all you peoples out there. You know, next for next year. Just make a whole bunch of shit. Handmade and then I'll be like, oh, there you go. I made it for you. And that's good enough. That's actually more than good enough. You're saving some money. Probably because this shit's expensive. But you know what? I didn't save any money really. I think I wasted more money than if I would have just bought them each gifts. <laughs> you know how expensive pecans are? Well, James, why'd you gotta get such fancy nuts, James? Why not get something cheap like peanuts? No, 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 no. I can't stress what I mean when I say only quality goes along with the Jamesy Poo name. I mean, what, what aren't you understanding here? Would you like to leave? No, James, I'll, I'll accept Jamesy Poo and quality. All right, that's all I'm asking. All the podcast listeners know Jamesy Poo equals quality. <laughs> Don't say anything. I'm on James. Okay. So that was my Christmas. I was handing out nuts. All my tasty nuts went in everyone's mouths. And oh boy, did I enjoy it. It gave me a warm, fuzzy feeling knowing that my tasty nuts were in everyone's mouths. <clears throat> okay, so I know I, I kind of screwed up. I never did my uh, end of the year post bullshit show that I usually do, but uh, you know. It usually goes the same way. Talk about uh, bullshit songs that I mostly hated. 
talk about the best movies of the year, all that shit, and then uh, whoever died. So, you know, who, who gives a fuck? A lot of dead people, a lot of crappy music, and uh, hardly any movies because of COVID. So who gives a shit? Out with the old, in with the new is what I say. I'm Mr. Positive now. <laughs> so let's see, what can we get into? Oh, God damn it. Now, I, I got to do updates from last year. <laughs> uh, so n- not so fast with the, uh, up with the new. So let's go back to the old real quick. Um, oh, yeah. Danger update. On Thanksgiving, I don't think I mentioned this. I don't know. I don't think I did at all. The day after Thanksgiving is when I went to go visit my parents because, oh, shit, our power's out on Thanksgiving, right? Do you remember that? If you listened, are you good listeners, everybody? Are you all caught up? Spoilers. Um, my parents' power went out on Thanksgiving, so then they had their Thanksgiving the next day on Friday, which is when I went to go visit. And then uh, my dad's like, yeah, we got a new stove, but uh, there's a problem. I'm like, what's the problem? Ah, the way that it's built in the back, it, uh, it, it, the valve back there interferes with the stove, and now it won't go all the way back against the wall. I'm, like, I'm thinking, uh, all right, let's take a look. I go take a peek back there, and uh, you know they they need to extend their piping to make the valve lower so that it will clear the back of the stove. So then I'm like, you know what? I can do this for you. Big fucking mistake. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this won't take no time at all. All I need are the parts. Oh yeah, you want you can do it. I was like, yeah. Yeah, I can, I can do it too, but yeah, my knees, they hurt me. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. I can do it for you. Now, look, my parents, I'm sure like all your parents, unless you're Bruce Wayne, have always been there for me and have done various things and helped me out with different projects. And uh, I'm talking, well, I'm mostly talking to my dad. He's helped me out with a lot of, uh, you know, handiwork over the years. So I'm like, you know, let me give back. Let me do my duty. I mean, it's the holidays and all. I came to visit. This won't take very long. <laughs> yeah, right. Something I learned many, many moons ago when I was a youngster is every time my dad had to go to Home Depot, I want to go to Home Depot with me real quick. I got to pick something up. It's always, a th- I call it a three-hour tour. Every fucking time. We go to do something. I go to help him with some little minor thing. Oh, let's go to Home Depot real quick. Three hours. Three hours. And I always tell him, a three-hour tour never fails, it seems. So then uh, this time, I was like, look, all I need is a new valve, because you got the one you got there is pretty, uh, pretty raunchy, and just some, some pipes and a coupling to extend the pipe. And he's like, all right. Yeah, there's a place down the street. I'm like, because I, I go, it's not, it's not super far away. It's not that Home Depot way down there, is it? No, no, no. There's another place right over here. It, it, it's quicker. I'm like, all right. It's an Ace Hardware. So there we go. We hop in the truck. We start driving. We get to uh, Ace Hardware. Oh, well, what didn't you know? It's not open. Oh, I guess we got to go to Home Depot. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Here we go. And so it begins. So we go to Home Depot over the hill, a couple fucking towns away, because they li- where they live, like they're in the middle of, of the Home Depots are like equally distant, but they're in the middle. So... We got to drive all the way to this other fucking store and we get in there and I'm picking out all the shit we need. I'm like, all right, last thing we need is the valve. And guess what Peter ran out of? <laughs> That's right. The valve. 
So I start looking up in the bay storage area, up in the fucking beams, and I'm like, ah, I'm not seeing it. And we see some dope that works there, some young kid. I'm like, hey, uh, do you have any more of these valves? Oh, let me check my inventory. And he looks up his little phone. He's like, oh, no, we're all out. I'm like, fucking perfect, of course. <laughs> the nearest store that has them is uh, right over there. It's about uh, 12 miles. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> so now my dad's like, all right, well, let's just go over there then. I'm like, all right, and I'm just like, all right, let's just, let's just, I'll just accept it. I'll just accept it. And this, and this time it's getting later. Like, you know, it's already towards, it's already in the evening. So we're driving on the freeway. It's like 25 minutes to get there. My dad gets off the off ramp. He makes a left and he's like talking and not really paying attention. And then he makes another left back onto the freeway. He's like, oh shit, I'm going back on the freeway. And I'm like, oh God. <laughs> I thought this was the way to go to the, 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 uh, what do you call it? The shopping center. And he fucking totally missed, and it was a little confusing, I'll give him that, but he really wasn't paying attention. He's linking the GPS, and like, you know, the lines can confuse you sometimes, where it looks like you gotta turn before you actually turn. So he goes right back on the freeway, and it's like a two-mile fucking stretch before you can get off and get back on. And I'm like, oh, God, here we go. Just time, time keeps on ticking, ticking into the future. We go to that store. We find the valve. Now it's like another 35 minutes to get home or whatever it is. It's like, Jesus Christ. A three-hour tour. So then I, I do all the work, which doesn't take nearly as long as fucking all that shit. Uh, I'm done in no time. We put the stove back, and it's not going against the wall. I'm like, what the fuck? And this time I'm thinking, Tom, please tell me that I didn't make this. I put the pipe down low. Please tell me there's nothing else touching it. And I'm taking a look back. I'm like, what could it be? And the guy that came and dropped off the new appliance put one of these like little uh, metal braces in the corner. But he didn't put it in right. And it was kind of like blocking it from going back. And my dad's like, ah, what's he put that shit for? We don't need that. He goes, take it out. And so I'm like, all right. So I take it out and remove it, and it, sh- it shoves all the way back against the wall. Oh, yeah, great. My mom's all excited, and she's like grinning this fucking joyful grin, and I feel good because I did something nice. It's late as hell at this point. It's like 11 something, 1130 at night. And uh, finally, I'm all done. And then, <laughs> like a couple days later, I see something about a stove that they have just like it. And it goes, yeah, this, uh, this, these stoves are known to tip forward if you have the door open and you set anything on the door. I'm like, oh, fuck, that's what the guy put the brace down there for. <laughs> so I call my dad. I'm like, hey, uh, what, kind of, what kind of stove you got? What was the name brand? Oh, it's uh, whatever the fuck it is. Like, oh, that's not the one. Well, anyway, uh, I just saw something recently saying that there's a danger for uh, those things tipping over, and that's why he, that guy put installed that brace down there that we removed. Oh yeah, well, uh, your mother knows that. She says she's not gonna put nothing down on that on the door when it's open. I'm like, all right. <laughs> oh Jesus. A three-hour tour. All right. Um, okay, another another uh, danger update. So the week of Thanksgiving, I think it was that Monday. I got a. Uh, I got a jury duty summons, right? A while back, and then I rescheduled, and they, they blah, blah, blah. I had to go that Monday, the week of Thanksgiving. I had to go, I guess because I rescheduled, or like I said, oh, I'll do it later, I'll, I'll redo it, or whatever the fuck. So like now, 
instead of having to call in, you actually have to show up. I'll be honest. I've never done jury duty before. I've never had to. I know it sounds crazy. Believe me. But I've never had to do it. I got it. Uh, one time I, when I moved from my parents' house, I got a, a, a notice and I said, oh, I moved. And that one thing, like, oh, this person doesn't live here no more, it kind of like took me off the list for what seemed like 15 years because <laughs> I never got bothered about it. And then one day, uh-oh, <clears throat> one day I saw a child playing with a ruby the size of a tangerine. The bandit had been throwing them away. So why steal them? Well, because he thought it was a good sport because some men aren't looking for things illogical, like money, so can't be bought, bullied, reasoned, or negotiated with. Some men just want to watch the world burn. So one day, I got a jury summons, and all I had to do was call in, you know, and I waited to the last possible moment before midnight or whatever the hell it is, and it's like, you know, you don't have to come in. I'm like, woo, sweet. And I got, got out of it that way, but this is the first time I actually had to show up. And so I don't know what to, uh, what to expect. I don't know what's going on. And like a fucking dumbass, I didn't even read, <laughs> I didn't read the information. So it just said, I got to be there at eight o'clock. And so it's an L like downtown LA, which is maybe yeah, like less than 20 miles from where I live, but the traffic, you know what I mean? So, uh, I'm heading out. It says I'm going to be there about 10 minutes early. And then I'm like, oh, fuck, where do I park? And then I go to the actual address that is on the paper. And I'm pulling, like, I don't know where to park. And I pull into this, <laughs> this driveway and there's a guard shack. And I can tell this is not a parking spot, but I don't know where to go. There's a fuckload of cars everywhere. And it's in the morning. And uh, it's like, oh, that's this guy. And so I'm like, maybe there's an underground structure or something. And then I go, I go in. This guy looks pissed already. Like, you fucking idiot. And he's like waving no, like, no, no, no. And I go, yeah, where do I go for uh, jury duty? And he's like, he's like, it says it on the paper. I'm like, oh, oh, does it? I was like, oh, sorry, man. It's my first time. And he's like, <sighs> he looks so irritated. This must happen all the time. He goes, you're supposed to go to a grand and blah, 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 whatever fucking street. And I go, I'm thinking like, what? It's not even close. It's like blocks away. He goes, yeah, you got to go up there and make a right and then make a left. I'm like, oh, fuck. And so, uh, you know, I'm backing out because he goes, go ahead, go quick. And I'm backing out. All these LA assholes are honking at me because I'm, oh, you're in my way, right? And I'm like, oh, fuck, what do I got to go now? And at this point, it's like 7.51. And now I'm like, oh, shit, I'm really, really pressing it, you know? I know these, these court people don't like to fuck around. So then I, I go up the street, make a right, and it's like blocks. I'm like, fuck. And then I make a left. It's like in the Disney bullshit, that uh, weird-shaped building, like where they do symphonies and all that. And I park in that structure, and I'm like, fuck, I'm late, I'm late, I'm late. And I have like, you know, it's like 7.58 or some shit. And I'm, I walk all the way up to the street. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I forgot my mask. I got to go all the way back down to my truck. I get my stupid fucking mask. I'm walking back up. It's literally, literally like four blocks away. And I'm walking down there, passing all these homeless people that haven't woken up yet, thank God, because it's too early for them. Don't want to deal with that. And then, uh, you know, I wind up walking in the wrong part of the building that's closed. I walk around the whole fucking building. I walk around a whole city block. And I'm actually following this chick who is holding the same paper that I've got for jury duty. I'm following her. I'm like, oh, she knows where to go. And I'm following her around the whole building like an idiot. 
And she was wrong this whole time. I should have known better than to follow a woman's instincts. Oh my God, James. What do, what do you got to say for yourself, James? You're a fucking moron too. Yeah, yeah, all right. All right, it was a cheap shot. So I get to the, to the front after following this dummy. You're a dummy too, James. Yeah, yeah. And now it's like 8-11. I'm like, oh my God, I'm fucking in trouble probably. I get, I get inside the door and there's like an airport security bullshit. There's like a line. Like, oh, and I see other people with the same kind of paper as me. I'm like, all right. Well, at least it uh, looks like <laughs> I'm not the only asshole that's late. And so I finally get through the uh, security bullshit. I walk up to the elevator. I get up to the floor and I'm walking in. There's a whole shitload of people all in this hall. And there's a lady that's like, you know, giving instructions. And then uh, she's like, okay, if anyone has any questions, blah, blah, blah. And I walk up and I hand her the paper. And uh, she gives me a, uh, like a clip in my, my uh, little tag thing for my shirt. She's like, okay, just stand in line. I'm like, oh my God, I made it. Sweet. And literally like two minutes later, they, they walk us into the courtroom. And we're all, it's like the COVID bullshit, so we're all spaced out, and you gotta, you gotta sit where you're supposed to sit, and there's a clipboard and a paper and a pen. Soon afterward, you know, the, the, the judge walks in, he introduces the attorneys, and the case is like uh, one dude versus a bunch of corporations. A bunch of corporate, like six, like six corporations. Uh, I don't really know what was involved, I think something to do with trucking, truck driving or something. But there was like some pretty, uh, pretty popular companies being represented there. And the judge goes, now look, I know that uh, jury duty has a bad reputation, but uh, I, I'd like you all to realize that this is very important. And people are counting on, you know, on, on a jury of their peers. And just remember, if something ever happened to you or your family, you know, God forbid, but if your family or you wind up being and sitting right here in the courtroom, you would like and appreciate 12 of your peers to be, uh, you know, honest and have integrity and do the right thing because your your future counts on it and he's doing all this stuff he's selling the fuck out of this whole thing i'm like wow i'm, I'm like all patriotic like, yeah i want to do it <laughs> and uh, he gives his whole speech like it seemed like a really nice dude good guy wasn't like an asshole like you would expect on the movies and he goes all right well um you're gonna go ahead and fill out that paperwork and if you have any hardship uh go ahead and list that he goes but i'm gonna advise you right now that just because you put it down there that you have a financial hardship doesn't mean that you will be dismissed because, uh, you know, he pretty much just said like, unless you're going to go, unless you're going to be like, you can't pay your bills or some shit. Uh, and you're going to super struggling. Like you, you won't, you'll, you'll be denied to get out of it. I'm like, holy crap. And so he goes, go ahead and fill out that paperwork. Uh, if, if you would like to be dismissed and then, uh, you can turn them all in and we'll carry on to the next, the next portion here. And so I'm looking, I'm like, I don't want to do this shit. After, even after his, uh, his beautiful speech, I just like, dude, I don't, have, I don't even know how many fucking days off of jury duty I have. Because that's one of the questions it asks you. And I'm like an idiot. Oh, God damn it. I don't know. So I text my supervisor. Hey, how many days are we allowed? And it's not going through. I'm like, fuck, man. Like, I have no reception. And then I'm just waiting for a response. And like, people are turning in their papers and they're going around. I'm like, waiting and waiting. I'm like, oh, God damn it. And then uh, I get the uh, fucking Wi-Fi. I notice like, oh, is there a Wi-Fi? I turn the Wi-Fi on. The message goes right, right through. Oh, I'm not sure. I'm like, oh, God damn it. He goes, ask uh, the other boss. Like, you know, she'll know. I text her. Meanwhile, everyone's turning the papers in. Like, only like a couple people have their papers left. I'm like, God damn it. 
And I'm waiting and waiting and waiting. And I go, fuck, I have no idea. I, I can't wait no more. And I just put down like, you know, oh, we, we're, a question mark. I don't know. And I put there, you know, I'm only the one, only one working or uh, my wife has a part-time job and blah, blah, blah. And so I turn the paper in. They collect all the papers and they walk into the back. I'm like, okay, we're going to go over these and then we'll come out and dismiss whoever is uh, whoever's dismissible. And they all leave. And a fucking text comes through. Oh, it's unlimited days. <laughs> it's like, God damn it. Now I'm patriotic again. Like, I want to say, hey, forget it. I'll, I'll, I'll do it. Gets me out of work. I get to sit here and listen to this shit. This sounds interesting. I'll do it. But it was too late. They come back. And they're like, all right, we're going to read off the names. If you, if you hear your name, you're dismissed. And they read my name off and I get to fucking leave. But uh, God damn it, dude. If I would have known. If I would have known. But you know what? This court case was going until from, from uh, the beginning of December. It was going to go through February. So it would have been crazy. Fucking getting out of work for months. That would have been sweet. But I blew it. I blew it. This is a lesson to all of you, including myself. This can help you. Be prepared. <laughs> no stuff before you get into something. Uh, what a moron. And then a couple weeks later, this dude who, who works in the late shift, he, he has to miss work for like a week. And then they're going down the list of who's going to cover this fucking guy. And just the way it worked out, just by the, all the way the stupid lists work... I'm the guy. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm, I got people under me, you know, seniority-wise, that can take care of that shift. They're like, well, yeah, but this and this and this and that, so you're the guy. I'm like, oh, fuck. I, w- I wish I would have been in that courtroom. <laughs> now I'm working the late shift. I did that for a few days, and then he wound up coming back. But uh, during this three days, like maybe the, maybe the last day, I, uh, I'm not used to going to work at that time. So I kind of left giving myself the same, the same cushion of time that I usually did. And the first two days, it worked out fine. I, I made it right when I, where I wasn't supposed to. But the last day, there, for some reason, there was like extra fucking cars in the road. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to be late. And late I was. I started to pull in about, you know, I think I was starting at, uh, who cares? I pulled in five minutes after I, I should have started already. Five minutes, I'm barely pulling into the driveway. And this, this car pulls in before me. And uh, I was like, wait a minute. Is that the person I think it is? And it's my fucking boss. <laughs> and right away, I'm just like, of course, of course it is. This is how my life works. That's fucking hilarious. But I'm also like, oh, man, I'm going to get in trouble now. And then I, uh, I go in, I park, and then he's parking. He gets out. I'm walking in. And uh, I ask him a question. Before he says anything to me, I ask him a question uh, relating to work. Just so, you know, try to misdirection here. And he answers my question and he's like, oh, yeah, 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 we'll take care of that. And never mention anything about me walking in late. (laughs) I know he must have known, right? He must have noticed. Either he wasn't paying attention or... He just didn't give a shit because he knew, ah, this guy got fucked. He got stuck on a late shift. Who cares? Five minutes, no big deal. I guess I'll never know the truth, but uh, who cares? All right. Another uh, danger update. Oh, boy. Your old pal, Danger Poo, has had some uh, health scares as of late. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened to me. 
I don't know why. I can't tell you an exact incident or anything. It's just that what day. I came home from work. I uh, took off my work clothes and my work shoes, which may or may not be boots. And afterwards, I noticed when I took my socks off, like, oh, something feels weird on my on my toes, on my left foot, my three middle toes. And I looked at him and there was nothing there. It's like, okay, that's weird. And then uh, as soon as I stepped on the, the flooring, I noticed that they were numb. It's like, what the fuck? Why are my toes numb? This isn't good. <laughs> Probably not. And so I started to get a little bit worried. But like always, I don't panic. I don't run to the hospital right away. I'm not that guy. I give it a few days, try to see if it works itself out before, uh, before I do anything. And by a few days, I mean maybe even weeks or months, possibly years. So there's been shit going on with me that I have never gone to the hospital for. So I'm just like, ah, yeah, that should go away on its own. And so, you know, two, three days go by, still have numb, link, numb, numb tingling toes. I'm like, damn, God damn it. Um, should I be worried about this? I mean, that doesn't sound good. And then what day? I'm at work and like, uh, you know, it's December, it's cold. Uh, it's, I'm driving and I start feeling numbness in my left arm. I'm like, oh shit, isn't that like heart attacks type stuff? I start getting worried. It's like, all right, a little, little tingling in my toes is one thing, but if my left arm's going numb, uh, hmm, that, that is cause for concern <laughs> at the minimum. So I, I do that e-visit bullshit on the onlines and, uh, it's like, you know, click on whatever's your problem. And it's it's all COVID bullshit. I'm like, none of this, none of this stuff. And so uh, the other thing is like, okay, if none of this, if none of this is, um, is what it's going on, you know, then call this number. And so I call the number and this lady answers and I'm, I describe what's going on. And I said, yeah, you know, uh, tingling. My, my left arm feels tingly. I go, so I'm just a little concerned. She was like, okay, so uh, let's have you come in today. And I said, oh, well. Do you think it's uh it's necessary to come in today? Can this wait a couple days? Uh, I wouldn't wait. I wouldn't wait at all. I'd come in today. I'm like, oh boy. And then she tells me that my doctor is not available to see today. He's all booked up. And she goes, oh, well, can I have you see uh, another doctor? I'm like, that's fine, I guess. Okay, so I have an appointment at this time with, um, and it's some really hardcore Japanese name. It's like, oh, you have an appointment with uh, Dr. Takanawa. I'm like, all right. I'm thinking, God damn it. <laughs> Now, look, the only reason I say this is not because I'm racist. Okay, James. Keep telling yourself that, buddy. No, no, no. I've been to urgent care before. And they, they, you know, you just see who's available. And I had this Asian doctor. And there was a language barrier. The guy didn't speak English too well. And he seemed confused what I was telling him. And uh, the whole thing was just a big shit show. And I'm thinking, like, what is this guy even doing here if he doesn't know English that well? Like, he seemed confused when I was talking to him. So now I'm just kind of creating this scenario in my head of what to expect when I get in there. And it's like, all right, go ahead and wait in that room for Dr. Takanawa. And he comes in. Oh, hello. What is the problem? Oh, I have tingling in my toes. Oh, tingling? What is it? Tingling? Uh, like, like numbness? Oh, no. Why not to just say numbness? Oh, I don't know the word of tingling. Something like that. <laughs> oh, my God, James. That's evil. Uh, all right. It's not so far-fetched. Because I've done it before. So that's not what I wanted. So I get in there. They put me in my little room. And then uh, first the nurse comes in. She's taking my blood pressure and all that shit. 
And right away, she's like, okay, so you're getting a flu shot today, huh? I was like, um, I never mentioned that. Okay, but, uh, you know, it's it's free and we can do it today. So put you down. I go, um, uh, nah. Oh, why not? I was like, eh, I just, I don't get the flu shot. Oh, well, I mean, you should get it. I was like, eh, I'll think about it. And she's like, okay, okay, that's fine. And then she's asking me all these questions about why I'm there, you know, blood pressure, blah, 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 all that stuff. And uh, she's making all these notes. She's in there for a good amount of time. And before, on her way out, okay, so you're putting down for your flu shot? I'm thinking like, what the fuck is with the flu shot, lady? And I'm just like, uh, I don't know. I usually don't get it. And she was like, okay, well, um, why don't we just, uh, why don't you ask the doctor some questions that you might have about it? I'm like, all right, I'll do that. And she's like, okay. So she's about to leave. She's like, okay, so uh, Leslie Takanawa will be in shortly. And I go, oh, shit. It's a woman. So now the scenario in my head is this little, this little old Japanese woman come in. What's the problem with you? You got the tingling? Do you mean a numbness, you stupid? So I'm expecting like this old shriveled, you know, this old Japanese lady. Very wise looking. Not uh, not unlike Miyagi-san. And uh, I hear... The door opens. And in walks... This young... Beautiful Japanese woman. Oh... Mama! And I felt like saying... You're not what I expected at all! <laughs> but holy moly! James, how do you know she's beautiful? I'm sure she's wearing a mask. Well... In fact, she was wearing a mask, but you could fucking tell, all right? You could tell. She looked good, and I was a little intimidated because I was expecting a little uh, a little Japanese troll to walk in there. I'll be honest with you, an old Japanese troll. <laughs> and this chick spoke perfect English. Are you shocked? I know I sound like a fucking racist, but I'm telling you, dude, it's because of my experiences in the past. It's happened. I'm not making this shit up. It's real. So she's checking me out. She's doing all her little tests and all this stuff. And uh, and then she goes, I'm going to, you know, do a little exercise on your toes real quick. And then she's like, tell me if you feel this. Tell me if you feel that. And it's kind of hot. <laughs> I'm not into foot stuff, but I was like, all right, I can get down with this. <laughs> and uh, she stands up. And then she's like, okay, um. So let's see, I'm going to check this, your strength on your, you know, your left side and this and that. And she's telling me to push, push her away. And she's like, has her hands out and she's like touching my hands. And I go, well, do you want me to, I go, how hard do you want me to push? She's like, oh, like push hard. I'm like, this hard? She's like, harder, harder. Oh my God, James, will you shut the fuck up? All right. Well, it didn't really happen exactly like that, but close. And, uh, you know, afterwards she said that I should go to get some blood work done. I'm like, all right, yeah, I'll do that now. And she sent me on my way. So she left and she says she thinks it's nothing, nothing to be concerned about anyway. And that uh, I'm pretty young and she doesn't think it's anything bad. And he, you know what she tells me? Like it's, it's common for people to come in with tingling and numbness in certain parts. I was like, what? That's common? She's like, yeah. And you know, we, we really don't know why. It's like, all right. <laughs> and and I'm asking you these questions because I started diagnosing myself with the internet with, with our powers combined. And so I was asking her these questions and she's like, oh yeah, well, uh, that actually could be why and this and this and that and vitamin deficiencies and blah, blah, blah. And, uh, you know, I'm giving her some 
really hard-hitting questions. And she seemed very impressed with me. That's all I'm saying. Oh, my God, James. No, she wasn't. She couldn't wait to get out of the room, I'm sure. Well, that's your story. So the doctor starts wrapping the stuff up. And then she mentions about the flu shot that the, the nurse mentioned. And I go, oh, yeah, you know, I, I, I really don't get it. Um, I've, I don't, I haven't really ever gotten it since I was a little kid. And I don't really get sick too often. I go, you know, I've got the vaccine for COVID. And then she's like, okay, well, didn't seem to give a fuck. Done. She's like, I, I recommend that you get it. But uh, if you don't want to, you know, it's up to you. And I was like, all right. And then she leaves. The nurse comes back in like, like 10 minutes later. All right, so I got you down for the flu shot. I'm like, what the fuck, lady? I'm thinking, what is your what is your deal? And I go, nah, I never said I was going to get it. Oh, did you say you didn't want to get it? And I'm just like, oh, man. I, it made me feel real like, it made the whole thing feel sketchy. Like, what is your agenda here? Does she have an agenda? I don't know. And I, I think I even said like, you know, you're really pushing the flu shot pretty hard, huh? And she goes, well... I think it's important that uh, that everyone gets the flu shot. One of my family members got the flu and it nearly killed them. So I I, I always try to have everyone get the flu shot. I'm, like, I'm thinking like, all right, well. So I say, look, I never get the flu shot and I rarely ever get sick. So I don't really see a need for it. But I mean, on top of that, my cousin was in the Coast Guard for 20 years and he told me that every year he'd get the flu shot and without fail, every year he'd get sick. Oh no, that's a myth. I'm thinking, like, how the fuck are you telling me it's a myth? This is a first-hand account of what his experience was. And I go, what do you mean it's a myth? I go, I'm telling you what he told me. Oh, no, but you can't get it that quickly after you get the flu shot. I'm like, well, I didn't tell you how soon he got sick after he got it. I'm just saying, after he gets the shot, he gets sick. Oh, well. I I I think you should get it. I'm like, eh, I'll I'll hold off. Okay, and she seemed like she was upset. And so, anyway, I got my fucking blood work done, and everything was fine. I I don't know why. I still have numbness in my fucking toes. I can tell you what I think. I think it's from uh, constantly crouching down. Because I realized that I put all my weight on my left, on my left, uh, the ball of my foot when I'm squatting down for any reason. And I think, oh, man, I think that's why. I think maybe I put too much tension on the ball of my foot and maybe did some kind of damage to my nerves or whatever i don't fucking know but my blood work said i'm low in vitamin d you believe that i work outside i'm always outside and i'm still low in vitamin d and my wife goes yeah i was low on vitamin d too it seems like everyone's low on vitamin d and uh it says vitamin deficiencies on the internets it could lead to all kinds of shit i get this get this i didn't know this and uh, take it for what it's worth. I read it on the internet, so it's got to be true. It said that this lady was having like demen- uh, the beginning stages of dementia. And uh, she's an older lady. And she started doing some wacky shit. And they're like, oh, yeah, she's in the beginning stages of dementia. And for five years this happened where she just was kind of getting worse and worse until the point where she was naked and she walked out of her house into the street and was like wandering around. And they took her back and they're like, hey, uh, it's, getting, it's getting more out of control. Like, you know, what, what should we do? And they, you know, let's run some more tests or whatever. And it fucking turned out the only problem with this lady was that she was low in vitamin B12. <laughs> so after this whole shit happened to me, doing this research, 
it's shocking to me that just something where you think is no big deal, oh yeah, you're low in vitamin, whatever the fuck, could have such an effect on you. So now I'm popping the vitamin D's. James, what a waste. I could have told you all I needed was some more D inside of you. Oh, boy. Bing, 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 bing. That's hot. Uh, yeah. So, uh, and also, you know what? I'm going to tell you something. Once I started thinking about it, I was like, wait, I think, I don't think I was having numbness in my left arm because of uh, this stuff. I think I was wearing a lot of layers because it was cold. <laughs> and it was just made, like cutting off my circulation. What a fucking dope. I think that's what was happening. But I'm going to tell you something. The bearded cunt, Brian, was very concerned about my well-being. And it made me feel good. I honestly believe in my heart of hearts that if I was to pass away, the bearded cunt would be a little bit sad. Just for a little bit. But knowing that makes this podcaster feel a little better. Aw. But speaking of the bearded cunt, you know what he did to me? He turned down my advances. Oh my God, James, what a fool. Yeah, but not not that kind of advances. I, I actually, the tickets that I won for the Pink Floyd exhibit I mentioned last podcast, I finally got them after a long time of waiting and waiting. I finally got a, an email from KLOS. Oh, just a reminder, you have that uh, show you're, you got passes to. Just wait for your wait for your email from the, from the actual place. I'm like, I got to wait longer? And so uh, it came down to it, and my wife is like, eh. I don't really care about that. I, I, I don't think I want to go. I was like, all right. She's like, take take your daughter. I'm like, she wants to go. I'm like, yeah, but she will not appreciate it. She likes some of the songs, but she's not going to want to go to this thing. And uh, so I asked the bearded cunt, hey, do you want to come with me? And he fucking said no. You believe that shit? His dumb family always gets in the way. You know that? You know he always puts his family above me? After all the hundreds of hours of free entertainment that I've provided for him, look what the thanks I get. Piece of shit. So I wanted him to take my wife. And uh, it went about as smoothly as you'd expect it. <laughs> uh, she, she, was a, uh, she was a sport. She doesn't really care about the, the music. She likes it, but she doesn't give a fuck, really. So she just went for me. We went down to Hollywood. And... Uh, paid for parking you know what fucking hollywood blows you know i hate going to la i don't like it not at all and she's like let's just find a parking in the street somewhere i'm like all right so i'm driving around there's nothing open i finally find a space that's open and it goes you know only you know parking from 4 to 6 p.m it's like what and then no parking from 6 to 8 a.m it's like what the fuck is that shit and uh, it was like four something, so I knew it wouldn't have been enough time. So then I wound up just paying for parking. Then we walk down a couple blocks and we get to the place that the uh, exhibit is being held. And there's a dude standing out in the front, like where a little ropey rope thing is. It is, and you got to go through him first. And there's no one in line. I was like, hey, how's it going? I was like, uh, I won some tickets from KLOS. He was like, okay, do you have uh, an email or something? I was like, uh, yeah. So I pull out the email. Now look, this is what the first email says. Congratulations on winning a pair of tickets for the Pink Floyd exhibit exhibition now open at the Vogue in Los Angeles. This email is to let you know that you will be contacted by the venue with information on how to claim your tickets for the event. If you have any questions, please blah, 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 blah. Right? That's the first email. Second email. This says, This is a courtesy email to remind you that your two 
Number two, tickets to the attend the Pink Floyd exhibition at the Vogue Multicultural Museum going on now through Sunday, January 9th at the box office window at the museum. Your name is on the 95.5 KLOS winner list at the box office. Please keep in mind that the exhibition concludes blah, 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 blah. All this shit, right? I show them both emails. Oh, yeah, nah. It's like, what? No, they don't have your name on it. I'm like, what are you talking about? I go, it says right here that my name's on the list. We don't have a list. I was like, what do you mean you don't have a list? Yeah, we don't, we don't have a list. I go, okay, so what are you saying? Yeah, you know, all the other emails, it says the, person, it says the name of the person. And then we look at the ID and then, you know, we let them in. I go, all right, so I don't know what's going on. I'm like, this is what they sent me. I don't know about that. It says that you have a list here. So can you go, is there a list you can check? No, we don't have a list. Like, all right, can I speak to a manager? Um, I'm pretty much it there, guy. I'm it for today. Like, oh my God. I go, so what do I do? What can I, I said, what can we do? Um, I don't know. You know, there's, there's no name. There's someone you can call. I'm like, oh fuck. So then, you know, I'm, we're, we're calling the people, the phone number on this list. Now look, dude, it's fucking New Year's Eve at this day. I call this number. Oh, you've reached so-and-so. Leave a voicemail. We'll get back to you. I'm like, they're not getting fucking back to us today. It's the end of the day. New Year's Eve. No one's going to do anything today. So I'm like, he goes, yeah, uh, you know, because it has no name on it. So, you know, it could it could just be, uh, you know, sent to whoever. I go, yeah, I understand that. I go, but look, this is sent to me from the person at the radio station. I'm like, look, 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 this, this is the name. Here's the contact info. I was like, you know, if it's just a fake... You know, why would it be from the promoter, from the radio station? I understand that, but it doesn't say your name on it. So it could be so this and this and that. I'm like, uh. he goes, look, he's like, I'm not trying to say you guys are trying to pull a fast one here. And I'm thinking, yes, that's exactly what you're fucking saying, dude. He goes, but you know, I, ha- I have an obligation to the promoter here or to whoever's fucking holding the event. He's like, uh, I-, I can't just, you know, let whoever. And I go, all right. And then he's, uh, I'm like, you know, no one's answering over here. So, I mean, he goes, okay, look. He's like, let me send a message to, uh, and he gets his phone out, to so-and-so who's in charge, and uh, let's see what they say. I go, okay. And he sends it. He, he does something on his phone. He puts his phone down. He goes, all right, well, now we just got to wait. I'm like, oh, my God. Then he goes, you from around here? <laughs> now he wants to make small talk. I go, we live like 30 miles away, but, you know, and I kind of, I lied. I'm like, we got it. We got a babysitter. We drove all the way out here, paid for parking. It's only till, like, this amount of time I go and then you know we walked here and here we are and as soon as I say that he goes oh hold on they messaged me and he picks up the phone okay you're good (laughs) it's like what was this full of shit was this guy full of shit the whole time I don't fucking know but like all right we just walked right in it was so stupid and it was like you know just a thought that we we Came all the way out here and blah, blah, blah. And it was going to be all for nothing. I was so fucking angry. But then it wanted to be, it all wanted to be for nothing. We went in there and it was actually pretty cool. I enjoyed it. The wife was like, yeah, it was fine. It was fine. It was cool. But she didn't give a shit. I got to be honest, man. I think if it was me and the bearded cunt, we would have had no problems. Because the bearded cunt looks like a white man. And he's got a beard, as the name implies, bearded cunt. And his uh, father is a police officer. So he, he should have he could have done all these different tactics by first showing his own face, he could have pulled his mask down. Excuse me, look at my face. It's white and bearded. And uh, my father is a cop. So right then, 
the gout have been, oh, right this way, gentlemen. I blame you, bearded cunt. I blame you. All right, and now I think it'd be a great time to check in with our radio affiliate to take a look at sports. K-G-A-Y, K-G-A-Y. And now for your KG Sports Report, we take you live to sports expert Dan Drizzles. Wide receiver Antonio Brown quit during the middle of the football game, but first he stripped off his clothing and he pranced off the field. And that was your KG Sports Report brought to you by Johnny Walker Scotch. Johnny Walker, keep walking. Antonio, keep walking. K-G-A-Y, K-G-A-Y. And now it's time for another edition of Stallone Stands Alone. Sylvester Stallone is a fine American actor. Some would even argue the greatest actor to ever grace the screen. One might wonder what if Sylvester Stallone was cast in a movie as opposed to the actor that was actually in the movie. Would it have been better? Today, we find out the answer to that very question when we place Sylvester Stallone in Greece playing John Travolta's character of Danny Zuko. And here it goes. Hey, like I said, my darling, you hurt me real bad. You know it's true, you know. But baby, you gotta believe me when I say I'm helpless without you, you know? And I love is flown all alone. I said, I wonder why, you know? You left me, oh Sandy. <laughs> you know? Well, I for one think it's abundantly clear that Stallone brought a much deeper depth and complexity to the character of Danny Zuko. But alas, it was not meant to be. Thank you for joining us on another edition of Stallone Stands Alone. All right, and now it's time to start closing the show out with a little segment I like to call I Fancy That. It's beautiful. beautiful. It's wonderful. It's I Fancy That. Fancy. All right, I Fancy That is a segment in which I talk about something positive for a change. Oh my gosh. Something Nice and sweet. Something that I like. Something that I fancy. All right. I fancy that. Oh, boy. Strap yourselves in for this one, boys and girls. This is going to be a magnificent fancy. Far fancier than any fancy that's come before it. I doubt that, James. Yeah, you're probably right. All right. So I was in the grocery store the other day. Oh, my God, James. You piece of shit. You still grocery shop? Isn't that a woman's job, James? Uh, 
Listen, in today's modern society, it is perfectly acceptable for both male, female, and everything in between to go into the grocery store and buy groceries. But James, I I would figure you to use one of those high society grocery store shopping services, James, so you don't have to physically go inside the store. They do all the work for you because you think you're better than everybody. Well, um, listen. I do think I'm better than most in most scenarios. But when it comes to groceries, I don't like that service. I would rather go in myself, put my hands on things, put my hands in things. Oh my God, James. Yeah. And uh, pick the things out myself. And sometimes browse the aisles, see what they got there. You know, I don't like doing this shit online. My wife does all that shit online, but I actually go in the store. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. Ever since my recent diagnosis, ah, and of course I'm referring to being gluten intolerant, uh, I now go in there to to get shit that I need because uh, I have special needs. I'm a special needs case. <laughs> I've always known I'm special needs, but now it's official. So I was uh, I was in there the other day, and I was picking up some shit specifically for me because uh, I have these um, special needs. And I noticed something, something that was like a refreshing wave washing over me. And I'm going to compare it to what the black people must have felt when they were able to walk into the grocery stores with the whites after all those years of being segregated. Tread lightly, James. Uh, I know, but I'm, I'm being serious. The feeling that I felt the other day has to compare to when the black people finally were able to walk into the store with the white peoples. It has to be the same. Refreshing feeling. Like, oh my God, my people are finally being acknowledged and being allowed to have the benefits that everyone else has. James, will you spit out your fucking point already? All right, relax. Since I fancy that, okay? This is supposed to be happy times. While I'm in the grocery store, dude, so... Okay, I'll tell you this. I have an app on my phone. Side tangent real quick. I'm sorry. I'll steer the car back on the road. Just give me, give me a minute. I have this stupid fucking app. And you scan price tags. And it tells you whether or not there's gluten in the product. But a lot of times it says, Oh, I'm not able to tell what the fuck is in this. We don't know. And so uh, I'm left flabbergasted. And some of these lunch meats that my wife gets, they, uh, they are not gluten free. Or they don't come up on my app, so I don't know. So I haven't been touching any of it. So I went to the store. I'm like, you know what? There's got to be something that's gluten-free for me, my fancy fucking special needs. So I'm looking around in the lunch meat section. And I happen to notice, and this is the feeling, that the same feeling that black people must have felt when they walked into the grocery store at the very first time with the whites. I saw a label underneath the price tag a orangey label that said gluten-free. And oh my God, did I feel totally included. Like my people have been acknowledged after all of our suffering and pain. We are finally being acknowledged. And the the foods that are gluten-free are now labeled in the store that I go to. And like I said, I I can relate to all the black people back in the, whenever the hell it was, when they were finally able to be let into the all the white stores. This is what our people have felt. James, you son of a bitch. Yeah, I'm standing by what I'm saying. 
Let my people go. All that stuff. My people have finally been acknowledged and embraced in the community. It's a powerful feeling. It's a powerful feeling. Uh. <laughs> I'm, dude, I'm not fucking with you. The feeling that I got as I walked down the aisles and the, and the tags say gluten-free on the fucking labels. I'm like, oh man, this makes it so much easier and takes away a lot of the agony. And dude, I'm going to be honest with you. A lot of the shit you'd expect. Like, of course it's gluten-free. Why wouldn't it be? A lot of it isn't. And as a result, last week I was having tummy issues because I bought salsa, dude. Just normal fucking salsa. Vegetables chopped up with tomato paste. How could there be gluten in this shit? Right? Most of them have it. I couldn't believe it. Tuna. Most tuna has gluten in it because only a few of them say gluten-free. Now look, I know to most of you, this is fucking ridiculous and who gives a shit and this is dumb and I sound like a Hollywood uptight son of a bitch, but listen to me. I don't like it any more than you do. I fucking hate the words that are coming out of my mouth right now. I hate that this is a thing I got to deal with, that I got to talk about. You don't got to talk about it, James. I know I don't have to talk about it, but it's a fancy and uh, you know, I got to fill up an hour. But look, this is reality. I got to play, how's it go? Reality on reality's terms. Now I'm sharing with you this overwhelming, overwhelming feeling of joy that I had, I experienced the other day when I saw that someone actually cares about me and my needs. And like the black people before me, we are now all inclusive. We have been brought to the promised land and set free among everyone else. Free to roam. Cage free, if you will. Oh my God, James. Will you stop the insensitivity? No. We have been freed. It is a fine day, boys and girls, that my community has been finally acknowledged and, uh, you know, there's a beacon of hope shining throughout the lens. So that's all I want to say. That's it. Seeing that beautiful orange little fucking symbol saying gluten-free below the price tag. Oh my God. Do I fancy that? All right. And now it's time for the darker side of life. That's right. It's time for the fuck you moment in here. We go. Fuck you! Uh, all right, the fuck you is the opposite of fancy. It's when I get to be negative again. Oh, you thought I was going to end on a positive note. You fool! All right, so the fuck you is the opposite of fancy. I get to complain some more. One of my favorite things, and I get to bitch and moan and whine about something that really bothers me. Something that I want to say fuck you to. All right, there's a couple here. Number one, I saw... Spider-Man's No Way Home the night that it was released. Now, I want to say first and foremost to fuck you to me because I chose to go attend the, <laughs> the showing without my wife or kids. Yep, I went alone. I put my needs above them. Now, listen. I told the wife that I wanted to go to see the Spider-Mans on Thursday. And right away she goes, I don't like going on opening night because there's too many annoying people. They're all like excited and screaming and yelling and it's annoying. And I'm like, well, that's because this is electricity in the air, man. It's the first night. 
It's the people that have really been dying to see this fucking thing. It's like a, it's a different it's a different animal. Yeah, I don't like it. Ah, like well, I'm gonna go. You're gonna go without us? I'm like, yep. All right, I don't like going anyway. <laughs> I'm like, okay. The only reason I did this is because it was completely fucking sold out. I've never seen a movie this crazy sold out before in quite some time. It's always been like, ah, no problem. I got a showing this day or that day. Not this one. I'm literally telling you, every seat in the whole theater was sold out in most shows. And uh, I couldn't even go see my fancy showing in the the Dolby or the uh, the IMAX. I had to go to a normal one like the fucking common folk. You know me, boys and girls. I'm not common. So, uh, yeah, that's what I did. I went by myself. And um, I I guess karma kind of paid me back for it. So, not only fuck you to me for abandoning my family and going without them, but while I'm sitting there in the theater, there's four seats open next to my my right. And uh, the movie's about to start. And here comes the, the group. Right, because I told you that every seat sold out. Like, ah, oh, goddamn it, they showed up after all. And then here they come, and they start sitting down in opposite order. You know, normally, like the first person will walk all the way to the last seat, which is right next to me. But no, they filled. In, I thought it was funny. They filled in the seats opposite, so it was like the farthest from me, and then the next, next, and then the, the person closest to me. And in walks this behemoth of a person. This woman. This woman. Must have been about four spins. James, what what are you talking about? A spin is about 100 pounds. She was about four spins. That's a shout out to my dad. He came up with that. <laughs> she was about four spins. So yeah, like the, the normal people walk in, they sit, one, two, three, and then here comes this chick. And uh, she sits next to me. And dude, I'm not fucking joking. I'm like, I'm not exaggerating. I'm not joking. She sits down and the fucking armrests widen i've never seen anything like it before like they fucking like they they just move like the seas parted for her and like it comes into my area i'm like holy shit and so now i gotta sit the whole movie fucking like leaning to the side on the armrest (laughs) because she's spilling over into my area i'm like oh man but a part of me is laughing because i'm thinking of the wife Ah, I don't like going opening night. Ah. And then right away, I'm like, ah, karma right there. Me abandoning my family. This is what I get. But I want to say fuck you to that group because they had, they had the aisle seat. Why couldn't she sit on the aisle seat? Huh? And spill, off, spill over into the aisle instead of onto me. <laughs> Those fucking assholes. Anyway, uh, yeah, so fuck you to me for abandoning my family. Fuck you to that lady. For making me have an uncomfortable experience, uh, you know. I, on a on a side note, that movie. I'm not going to spoil another mother movie, but uh, I didn't think. I thought the first half of the movie was uh, like really, this is it. I thought it was going to be way better, and then I saw it a second time with the family because my my wife actually wanted to go, and uh, the kids really wanted to see because everyone was like hyping it up, and so we went and they all loved it, and I I did enjoy it more the second viewing, but. I still felt a little bit like this is this is where they decided to go. I I don't know. Anyway, doesn't matter. That's neither here nor there. So my next fuck you has to go to a player. Oh mama, uh, an ex player as of now I believe, a certain person called Antonio Brown. Ah, oh, you motherfucker! You know what he did? 
If you're a sports person, you know. If you're not, you don't know. So I'll tell you. It was the Buccaneers versus the Jets. Now, Antonio Brown happens to be a wide receiver. That's the guy that catches the ball from Tom Brady. On the Buccaneers. Now, they're playing the Jets. Now, why does anyone give a fuck? Because Antonio Brown happens to be on my fantasy football team. And this happens to be for the championship game. That's right. It came down to me and Lido for the championship game of my fantasy football league. The League of Shadows. That's right. It's a Batman theme. And it all came down to Lido and I facing off, squaring off in the big show. And my receiver that I put in starting... Now, listen, if you don't know what fantasy football is, I'll give you a crash course. You pick football players from all different teams and they become your team. And then you can watch them and eat whatever game they're playing and whatever points they score, it helps you and your fake fantasy team that you created. Now, my team this year was called the Space Foxes for reasons that I've already mentioned in the past. Because I saw a space fox in the woods. All right. That's a short version. So anyway, I started Antonio Brown because it's against the Jets. And they're like, oh, oh, he's going to kill because they have other receivers that are injured. So he's going to do a lot more work. He's going to put up some high numbers. And he was resting for weeks because he got fucking booted from three games because he, he lied about his COVID bullshit. Oh, my, he got tested or something, whatever the hell it was. It's a card. It was fake. So I'm like, all right, he's all rested. They need him real bad. This team blows the Jets. It's going to be a fucking win, win, win all day. And it's my championship. And what happens? What happens? In the third quarter, he's only put up for me 2.6 points, which is nothing. In the third fucking quarter, this bozo removes his jersey and his pads, throws him to the fucking side, and he starts taking his clothes off. Takes his gloves off, throws him in the crowd, peace out, and fucking leaves. Leaves the game. I quit. Bye. Done. Walks off the field. <laughs> Literally just quit during the fucking game. Later. Go fuck yourselves. I'm out. Now look, normally I wouldn't give a shit, but this is for the championship game. I need all the help I can get. I think it goes without saying that I fucking lost the championship game. Was it because of Antonio Brown? Probably not. If he would have stayed in, could I have had a fighting chance? Probably not, because I lost by such a huge margin. But you never fucking know. You never know. Oh my God, dude. The final score between Lito and I is my team, 83 83 points, Lido's 122. <laughs> yes, it was a fucking kill. I got I to gotta give another shout out, another fuck you to Mahomes. That's my quarterback. He only got 20 points. This guy severely underperformed this whole season for me. Unbelievable. Antonio Brown walks off the field, 2.6 fucking points. My tight end gets zero points. Zero. He did nothing. He played the whole game. He did 
Nothing. And last, my defense was the Cowboys. Now look, dude. In the five weeks or the four weeks before this game, they got 17 points, 22 points, 16 points, 24 points. This game, the championship when it all fucking matters the most. One point. Now look, I know most of you don't give a shit. And who cares, right? A lot of you probably know what the fuck I'm talking about. What's this fantasy football you're talking about? I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the ones that know. This is what happened when it all came down to it. When it all mattered the most. Fucking blowout. I still won second place and did get a little bit of money, but uh, still, it's not first place and it's not the top prize. So uh, go fuck yourself, Antonio Brown. And you know what? My whole football team, Space Foxes, you know, in the beginning of the league, I was, it was saying that I'd be finishing like middle of the line or something. So to finish second is a pretty good triumph, I guess, considering what they uh, forecasted me to have. But uh, still, fuck you to my fantasy team. Fuck you to Antonio Brown. Fuck you to Lido for winning. And uh, fuck you to that, that fat chick that's next to me during the Spider-Man movie. And fuck you to, uh, what else? Uh, oh, oh yeah, myself for going alone. All that. I fuck you. Fuck you. Oh, man. Oh, and uh, speaking of, the Raiders and the Chargers are both fighting for a playoff spot. It comes down to it. Sunday, 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 Sunday. This coming Sunday, the night game, the big one, man. Sunday night football. Raiders versus the Chargers. Once again, it's going to be me versus Lido. That's right. As if this wasn't bad enough. It's going to happen again, folks. Me and Monkey. (gasps) Root for the Raiders. And uh, Lido and Feo vote for the Chuggers. I mean the Chargers, sorry. It's gonna be a showdown. That's right. Oh, how exciting. Raiders versus Chargers this Sunday for the playoffs. Oh, man. I gotta tell you, I don't have much faith in the Raiders. They lost the first time they played this year. I don't fucking have any faith in Derek Carr. I, I don't think he's the guy. I don't. I don't think so at all. But he's the guy we got for now. So we'll see what happens. But uh, pretty, pretty exciting. Pretty exciting. All right. Uh, yeah, that's going to do it. I've rambled long enough. And uh, so I'll leave you all with the same fantastic advice I leave you with every time. And that's simply stay dangerous, my friends. Later. Later.